Welcome back to another episode of the Global Connected Aircraft Podcast. I'm your host, Woodrow Bellamy III, and we have a very exciting guest and topic today. But first, I want to let everybody know that the registration period for the Global Connected Aircraft Summit 2020 is now open. You can register for the summit at www.gcasummit.com. We also upload all of the podcast episodes there and look out for the agenda for next year coming up soon as well. We've also made some changes to the advisory board to the Global Connected Aircraft Summit, which are reflected on the website as well. On today's episode, we'll be talking to Marcus D. Lorenzio. He is the project manager for Aviatar at Swiss International Airlines. Aviatar is a digital twin of the entire Swiss Airlines flight operations structure. It's effectively a web-based user interface uh, sort of dashboard that their maintenance personnel accesses and it contains all of the data about every Swiss Airlines flight, both while the aircraft are in the air and as soon as it lands. So you'll hear Marcus discuss how their maintenance team primarily uses two different Aviatar applications. This includes their condition monitoring application and the other is just a health monitoring application. And this is the Aviatar concept has also established full-scale predictive maintenance operations at Swiss as well. So uh, without any further introduction, let's get into today's interview. Today, our guest is Marcus Di Lorenzio. He is the project manager for Aviatar at Swiss Airlines. Uh, thanks for joining us today, Marcus. How are you? Hi, thank you. Very you So you are the project manager for the Aviatar project at Swiss Airlines. Uh, first, can you just tell us a little bit about your background and your sort of role and responsibilities there with Swiss in, in your position? Yes, uh, I can do that. Uh, I'm working since a long time in the airline uh, technical departments as an engineer from Avianic Systems. I uh, come down to the project uh, management team and did the uh, first big project, the electronic logbook, which removed paper from the operational side on the aircraft and take over then for one and a half year ago, the digitalization part, which is uh, the product is Aviator. Right. And so you've been really extensively involved in sort of uh, the airlines transition into a digital operation structure. So um, I, I first heard about this Aviatar project just a few months ago, and uh, but I had seen that Swiss had some news about it last year. So can you just uh, first just give us a, some background about what the Aviatar project is and, and how it first came about at uh, Swiss Airlines? Yes, uh, I first have to really clarify that the pro project owner of Aviator, it's, uh, it's clearly Lufthansa Technik. And we, Swiss is an operator, we going for a project partnership. So that means we know how to maintain aircraft, how to maintain operation. And of course, we have all uh, the data from the aircraft, from the maintenance planning, and all that what it needs for for this big uh, platform, which is called Aviator. Right. And so 
Uh, on the website, Aviatar is described as sort of a digital twin of the Swiss Airlines operation structure. Um, could you tell us exactly what what that means, and, and you know what exactly is a digital twin of your operation structure look like? On the digital twin, we kindly understand that all the the sensor data which the aircraft is producing during the operation during the flight. It's sending to a to a server which is then directly connected to our platform, and we see exactly the health status of the aircraft on our monitors in the office. And not only the the data from the aircraft as well. This platform is connected to our MRO system, which shows data from the maintenance and different sources. We connected, and then uh, the, the benefit of this this platform is for us that we have uh, a mixed fleet operating, and we have all the fleet on the same platform. So we we see, independent of the aircraft type and fleet type, the same uh, digital twin of the the real flying aircraft. Right. And it's also described by Swiss as being sort of like uh, resembling the Apple Store. So could you tell us, you know, what exactly does this sort of user interface look like? And uh, what are some of the different, you know, personnel from within Swiss that are accessing this Aviatar concept? Yeah, the, it's, it's similar to Apple Store, but it's not the same, of course. You know, that's a, uh, you have a web-based platform where you get a login and then you have uh, several different applications where you can uh, use as soon you have a contract with Aviator team in Hamburg and that that is then the similar to the Apple Store uh, as many applications you buy you can use it then on your platform and what what are some of those applications uh, in the beginning, we started with two applications, actually, which one is uh, real-time monitoring or as well called a condition monitoring. This application, it's most uh, the information what the aircraft sent during operational to our ground staff. This is a, a PFRs and CFR uh, protocols and uh, let's say ACARS messages where we as soon as a, a failure occurs in the aircraft and displayed on the ACAM display, we have it on, on our display in the offices, which mostly used by the maintenance control center and the troubleshooters. A second one, uh, it's the predictive maintenance part, which we call predictor plugins. Therefore, we more use the full flight data which we can do trend analysis and use algorithm that we can uh, realize a problem uh, actually before the incident happens. I see. And so, you know, it, it's an interesting concept, um, you know, how you're actually viewing the aircraft data, like you said, kind of in real time. Um, I'm curious to, to also know, you know, before you sort of implemented this Aviatar concept, 
How were you monitoring the health of your aircraft prior to that? You know, what did that process look like? Was it more manual and sort of paper-based? Or what, what was the environment like before Aviatar? Actually, before we, we got in this project, we, we used the uh, OM-provided uh, tools. As you know, Airbus, Boeing, Bombardier, they have all their own tools for condition monitoring. And we said, um, because of we fly a mixed fleet, we want to have all airplanes or, or aircraft types in one platform. So that's what this was uh, really interesting for us to get in this project. Then for the fuel flight data, we have another tool, uh, EMS, call it Event Measurement Assistant. So we did all the, the work before, but in very different ways and uh, a lot of different tools. And one of the benefits is when the end user, for example, engineers or troubleshooting, always have the same platform, the same uh, monitoring, the same way to work. And that's that's a good uh, benefit for us to become more efficient in the maintenance uh, the, uh, uh, operation. Yeah. I see. And I also just want to kind of uh, key focus in on the aircraft health monitoring aspect of this as well. Um, could, could, you know, you, you talked a little bit about how your maintenance personnel get the aircraft data and sort of view alerts about aircraft. Um, could you give some examples of what are some of the specific air, aircraft health data points that you all pay attention to? You know, as aircraft are flying throughout Europe and really throughout the world, what what are some of those key parameters that you all try to monitor? Actually, the, as I say, two different applications. Uh, if we're talking from the condition monitoring, we we go more for the efficiency uh, to to uh, optimize the processes. Uh, mainly on the time. So if we get the real-time uh, warning from the aircraft, we can already start on the control center or in the maintenance to prepare some action or, for example, order some material. So that means aircrafting is landing. We already prepared uh, based on this uh, problem which occurs during the flight. The second one, which uh, we call health monitoring or predictive maintenance, there we really use the, the history, the long history of the data, and try to, to see trends. For example, uh, we have an IDG case, which uh, IDG is uh, the engine uh, power generator. It's very high cost uh, part, and we had a high removal on this part. And when we realized to put uh, several data in a, in a data model, or let's say in an algorithm, so we realized that we can do some action before the IDG is uh, blocked or, or goes damaged. For example, simple, we did uh, services in oiling, or we did a removal before the, the part is really damaged. So that's what we really use at the moment uh, on this platform and on these two applications. 
Right. And so you all have sort of fully entered the, you know, predictive maintenance phase of, of the use of Aviatar. And that's, that's really interesting to learn about. Um, one of the topics we like to also focus on on the podcast is just the use of satellite-based or air-to-ground-based um, connectivity, internet connectivity coming off of the aircraft, and uh, specifically how airlines are using that connectivity to do exactly what you just described, sort of monitor the health of different parts of the aircraft and also do predictive maintenance. Um, could you tell us, does the use of Aviatar involve any connectivity? And if so, you know, does that help you get that aircraft data in, in near real time as, as you uh, described? Yeah, actually, <clears throat> Aviatar himself is not in, involved in connectivity there. We did no change. We have connectivity in our aircraft, of course. But you see, the condition monitoring connectivity goes through ACARS, VHF or satellite, and that's only small messages, uh, warnings and cautions what aircraft uh, displays as well on the ECAM. And the real-time data transfer from full-flight data, uh, we do not today use because it's uh, a high cost uh, to transfer a lot of such data. What we do is assume the aircraft is landing in Zurich, we transfer all the full-flight data via wireless uh, LAN or 3G or 4G to our servers. But uh, maybe in the future would, would be uh, the possibility to, to transfer such data directly during the flight, but not today, or we do not use it today. I see. And so we, we talked about uh, sort of the, the maintenance use of Aviatar. Uh, I'm also curious to know, is there any involvement of the pilots themselves? You know, are, are, do they also access the, these applications or is this, you know, kind of completely relegated to the maintenance personnel? Yeah, <clears throat> actually, the, the pilots, of course, involved in, in this project because, you know, the, the full flight data, which we talk about, very critical data. So we need the, uh, the agreement, the approval from the pilots that we can work with this data. But on the platform himself, there are no operational applications at the moment. So really only uh, maintenance applications uh, on the platform at the moment, yeah. I see. And, and as you all have sort of stood up Aviatar and you're now, you know, uh, you've been using it for a while. Um, can can you just give us some insight and perspective on how it's changed your you know your your maintenance workflows? Have you all seen it drive any efficiencies? Um, you know, ha have you been able to improve the way that you are analyzing aircraft data, like you said? Yes, of course. Uh, actually, on the on the predictor plugins, we uh, realized that we. Uh, really more efficiency and we really can solve uh, technical issues because we see the trend before and for the example what I uh, told you before the IDG cases we have a statistic uh, three years back till to the day where we started with the plugin and we can say we solved at the moment 20-25% of the removals of the IDGs, which is uh, quite a positive impact. 
I see. Okay. And, and now that you, you, you know, like you said, you, you, you've been using Aviatar for a while now. Um, do you, you know, and you described the use of these two different applications. Do you want to add other applications to Aviatar or do you feel like those two use cases are, are enough for you all right now? Oh, no, definitely not. Uh, you see, condition monitoring needs to be developed in the future step by step. But on the predictor, there are at the moment seven uh, running actively on our engineering department. They're using them. And we have already up to 12 in the pipeline for next year. So there is a huge uh, request from our engineering to monitor such kind of systems or parts, whatever. But then, uh, of course, uh, there are some more applications available in the direction of reliability reporting on uh, go away from PDF uh, papers reporting to a dashboard, for example, which uh, shows you your KPIs, uh, document and status uh, management of aircraft, uh, parts uh, management and inventory management are so the next application where we looking into and if we have uh, if we have the, the final uh, comments from our specialists it's a good one we will implement it I see and of course uh, from from aviator side there will come up uh, quite a lot of applications in the future right and, and one more thing uh, just about the uh, sort of the, you know, the access of the data and your aircraft and how they are transmitting that data. You mentioned you didn't have to make any actual changes to the aircraft because you, you are using ACARS. Uh, I am curious to know, though, on the sort of IT side of, of this, uh, you know, whole concept. I know you, you mentioned Lufthansa is heavily involved. Did you have to hire any new IT personnel or sort of develop also the, the sort of IT infrastructure at Swiss to support the use of this on a daily basis? No, actually not. I mean, Aviator is just connected uh, through interfaces to existing IT systems like AMOS we have for maintenance uh, organization. We have EMS for full flight data. The sources are there already before, so we only connected the interfaces to the, the big data lake from Aviatar. And therefore, you don't need any additional IT specialists. What we realized, and this is maybe the new engineer in the future, we have a data analytics engineer. So he understand actually the system and can talk to the system engineers and avionic engineers. And he is well able to talk to the developer by Lufthansa Technik. And he is maybe the new position and we hired one of them. And he is now working for several months with us. And this is actually the key to develop a new predictor plugins. That's interesting. And, and you mentioned the use of a big data lake as well. Uh, I'm curious to know, how big is that data lake? And do you see yourself, you know, hiring more engineers in, in that type of, you know, data analytics position as well? Yeah, if you ask me to hire more of them, yes, of course, but it's not in my hands. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
the, 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 of course, a, a data lake, uh, as bigger it is, more more uh, benefits you can get out of it, more information you get out of it. At the moment, we have uh, rolled out uh, these two applications, which I mentioned before, to the group. So we then already five airlines, you sending uh, data to this lake, and then you have much more more possibilities to to make analysis and, and compare each other and and get out the big uh, benefits and and the good information to improve your operations. Okay. Well, it was very interesting learning about the Aviatar concept, and I'm sure if you all do sort of expand its use, we'd certainly like to follow up and hear more about it in the near future. So Marcus D. Lorenzio, Project Manager for Aviatar at Swiss Airlines, thanks for joining us on the Global Connected Aircraft Podcast. You're welcome. Thank you very much to you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Global Connected Aircraft Podcast. Just a reminder again that you can see all of the information about our annual Global Connected Aircraft Summit at www.gcasummit.com. My name is Woodrow Bellamy III, and thanks again for tuning in to the Global Connected Aircraft Podcast.